As always, download, like, and subscribe to the Blue Horseshoe Pod wherever you get your podcasts. So we do appreciate it and thank Blaine for jumping on, jumping on for the second time right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Join us to preview the Titans. And George, I think it's really interesting before we give our pick here for the game is when you talk about the Titans and why they've been so bad in the second half, which is kind of uncharacteristic for this team compared to the past few years, it's interesting you hear Blaine kind of talk about the conservative nature of Mike Vrabel and how it almost sounds like he doesn't really trust the offense whatsoever. You kind of got that feeling you never kind of trusted Ryan Tannehill anyway, in general, even when this offense was humming. And now you see with the injuries, with Derrick Henry, you know, struggling or not getting as hot and A.J. Brown gone. Again, it's all the more important for the Colts to jump out to it early because if you can get that lead in the second half, it doesn't sound like Mike Vrabel trusts his offense that they'll be able to come back in this game and win it. It's fascinating to hear him say that. Yeah, well, and look where Vrabel comes from. You know, I mean, he, he was with Steelers and the Chiefs a little bit, but the majority of his career is with the Patriots. And really, Bill Belichick played that way. He just trusted Tom Brady as anybody would. I think he's doing the same thing. He's 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 using the Belichick formula, but understanding he doesn't have Tom Brady under center. Right, and it's a smart man, but it just highlights the the uber importance for the Colts to get off to a hot start because, again, I think – Either way, George, I think it's safe to say, especially, and I think Blaine hit the nail on the head. It sounds like either way in Sunday, the one thing we can expect is the Titans will not do much in the second half. Whether they're up like they were in the week four game or they are, you know, in a close game here against the Colts where the Colts may have a lead or, again, they're within one score, it does not sound like this is going to be a, an offense that's going to win the game. It sounds like Mike Verb, like you said, is going to want to win the game on his defense. Even with the defense that's banged up and struggling mighty, mightily so far in some areas, he'll still go with that because it's, it's what he knows best, but I hope Frank Reich is listening. I hope, you know, they, they see that kind of game plan and say, all right, fine. We're going to make sure, kind of beat him to the punch to kind of get ahead here and uh, and take advantage of, of this very conservative, awful Titans second half team where, again, they're outscored 71-14 to 14 in their last game before the bye. They did need um, to hold on. They needed a, a game-saving interception of the goal line to beat Carson Wentz to the Commanders. Really quick here, George, because I just brought the bias. It has sparked a thought here. How concerned are you concerned um, at all with the Titans coming off of bodies? Does that give them an advantage at all? Because our great producer, Bill, was able to throw us this nugget here earlier today. And that was that not only is Mike Vrabel 4-0 coming off the bye, uh, as since he's been the head coach of the Titans, he's also, anytime he's gotten eight or more days of rest, this Titans team is 8-1. and one. So they've been a very good team where anytime they have extra a Thursday night game or a Sunday coming off a Thursday night game or off a bye, this team has been very, very good uh, when they get a few extra days to prepare. Is that going to have a big impact, you think, on this matchup? I think it could. I mean, I think Vrabel is definitely an X factor in this series. You look at when this Titans-Colts rivalry turned around, it's when he took over as the head coach down there. Uh, you know, he was one of the finalists here. I think that's one of the, the kind of odd things in here was him and Josh McDaniels back in the day. Uh, for that spot, and obviously the Colts chose poorly and uh, paid a price for that, and we're lucky to end up with Frank Reich instead. But uh, when you look at, at Mike Vrabel and, and his preparation, I, I definitely think – now, I think the Colts threw a wrench into that with what they did Sunday against Jacksonville. I think they gave them a little more to prepare for, made it a little bit tougher week than it might have been uh, you know, under ordinary circumstances. But th those are numbers I can't ignore. The one loss – though, was the last time they had an eight-day break, the playoffs last year. So, you know, who knows? We'll see how and that And what happened in that game, George? Ryan Tannehill, three picks. That is not part of the winning formula. They turned the ball over. They really cannot survive. And that was even a game where Derrick Henry returned, didn't do much. You're right. It's I, 
It's very simple. Don't turn the ball over. Get a, for a turnover, too. Like you mentioned, this should go well. But uh, you made a great point, too. The Colts kind of deviating from the norm last week against the Jaguars really kind of should get Mike Vrabel nervous. And also, too, like I said, just really kind of throw, you know, or make game plan this week even more difficult than it normally would be with so much familiarity and such a short turnaround going from week four to week seven where they just played two weeks ago. And here they are right away. The Titans have only played one game since the Colts. So it's kind of crazy. That two last three games will be against Indy, but you're right. It's kind of almost in theory, hopefully, at least two different cold scenes what we saw from week four to what we'll see in week number seven. Speaking of George, week number seven, let's get to our picks. We are one and five so far in the season. We've been all over this Colts team. They're in Nashville on Sunday. The Colts are two and a half point underdogs. What is your official game pick here, Colts Titans? I don't think they've covered all year. I think they're 0-6 on cover, so I should definitely take Tennessee, I feel like. Holy uh, cow. But, but I I am I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in this team. I don't know why. I went back and forth most of the week on this. I'm gonna go Colts 23 to 20, Chase McLaughlin at the end with a field goal. I am also going to go Colts. I think we've agreed on almost every pick, which is never oh. good because I think that's that's part of the reason why we're one in five. But I'm going to go the Colts as well. I'm going to say 27-23. I think you get a little more offense this week than in weeks past. It's not going to be the 34-point explosion, I think, that we saw last week. But I think the formula will continue. Take advantage of this week's secondary. It's going to be a huge boost to get John Taylor back. But again, the formula and the game plan should not change last week to this week. And I think the Colts do go into Nashville, get the win, and really kind of cement their status right now as a team to be in the AFC South. Going forward, 4-2-1, and one. this is going to obviously be a pivotal game, but I'm with you. I think the Colts right now, staying just say this, I'm going to believe that they can carry over what they did last week, for the most part, into this week. Hopefully the, the rush defense or lack thereof stays in last week. It doesn't carry over as well. Uh, but the Colts have never really put two good games together, let alone, I mean, forget two good games. They haven't put two good halves together so far at any point this season. So it's kind of dangerous to think they'll put two good games together. But with that said, I think they do go into Tennessee. I'm going to say 27-23, so lower scoring, still close. You're going 23-20, so same thing. Close game here, divisional round. But we should be sitting here, George, Sunday after the game with a Colts win, sitting there at 4-2-1, and one, and just like we thought, praising them after their 0-1-1 start, like we thought we would after Week 7, saying, wow, uh, this Colts team is a lot different and a legitimate contender. Colts fans, we do have some exciting and fun news. Sunday, we will be going live after the game, win or loss. We will be doing the Blue Horseshoe Pod live on Twitter. I believe on YouTube as well. We'll try to get that sorted out, but definitely on Twitter. So make sure you follow us either at GM Bremer. That is George's Twitter handle or mine is at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. George will be boots on the ground in Nashville. He'll get the feel uh, in the postgame locker room as well, which hopefully is a joyous one, George. But history also has shown you recently, it could be a very somber one. It could be a very uh, somber one as one, but should be fun. And it should be one where I think the reactions, George, will be very strong. Either this Colts yep. team is legit or kind of here we go again. Yeah, I think this is we've said this a couple of times. I think this is yet another point in the season where you're going to find out a lot about this football team. Uh, I think this is really going to tell you a lot about them moving forward. Hopefully Colts fans aren't going to the honky talks to drown their sorrows afterwards. <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait and see how it turns out down there. Um, you know, they've had some, some good fortune. I think they're, they're pretty close to 500 recently down there in Nashville. I know that the, the Titans have won five of the last six overall, but the Colts one win 
was in Tennessee. So we'll see how that goes. I think it's been what 2018 to get into the playoffs. 2019 with Jacoby Brissett uh, early in the season, and then 2020 with Philip Rivers. So they've won three of the last four in Nashville, and this is one of the final times, George. Too, you'll be baking in the sun. The dome is coming. So the one of the final times you'll be out there, uh, all natural and no no coverage for sure. Wow, gotta gotta make sure you you enjoy that at good old <laughs> Nissan Stadium. I'm gonna so again, I'm gonna miss that press box. I was just gonna throw that. Out. They have one of the better press boxes. It's like really? on the, the club level there. So like you're really close. I'm gonna miss that press box. I want to throw that out there. Well, you, th- I would assume. I mean, I haven't seen any, any construction, but you'd assume, George, right? That the press box would be even you should be even nicer once a no, new for sure. stadium was built. So just think, if it's good now, maybe it'll be even better with a brand new stadium. That's, That's always a priority. They'll forget to put one into the to the new stadium. Forget player comfort. Forget fan comfort. It's all about the press. How can oh, we make yeah. sure the press is most convenient and most pampered first? Everyone else is secondary. That's that's that should be the motivation I heard. Absolutely. <laughs> I second that. So appreciate you, Colts fans, for, for joining in here to another Blue Horseshoe Pod. Again, we will be live, bare minimum, Twitter. We're hoping for, for YouTube and Facebook as well after the Titans game. So make sure you check us out. We'll be pumping it up all weekend as well on social media to give you an instant reaction to either what is a great Colts win or just an awful, awful Colts loss. So have a great weekend. Enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you after the game right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.